Hello and welcome to our show, Film Talk with AJ Dean. I'm AJ Dean, your host, and I have the wonderful and amazing, extraordinary, I might say, and very funny, Paul Vato as my co-host. Hey, Paul, how's it going today? Wonderful. You scared me there for a second. I thought you'd replace me because you're saying all these great things. So thank you. Thanks for having me. Never. I would never replace you, Paul. Happy Friday uh, to you. There's no replacing you, Paul, because there's only one Paul. That's right. So thank you. I'm irreplaceable. Thank you for having me, AJ. Always great to be here. Oh, thank you so much. And we keep it real here at Film Talk. So we're going to say um, uh, we have an extraordinary show tonight for everybody. And I'm so excited, Paul. VIP in the building, really, Marnine Lynn Fields. She is an actress, and she has been a stunt woman in some of the most incredible films, like The Gauntlet with Clint Eastwood. So let's give a very nice, warm welcome to Marnine. Hello, Marnine. How are you this evening? Happy to see you. And I'm so happy to see you. Thank you for having me. Congratulations on the success of your show. Oh, thank you. Yes, we're winning a lot of awards, film festival awards, all the way around the world, international. And so thank you so much for that. And we're so happy that you are here, Marnie. So let's get right, let's dive right into it. We've got these great uh, movie posters on the screen. We've got The Gauntlet from 1977. And also Cartwheels and Halos by Marnine L. Fields. And you're going to, this is your, going to be your story. It's a film coming up in the future. Let's talk about both of those. So let's talk about the first one, uh, The Gauntlet in 1977. What was it like being the girl who was thrown off the train by Clint Eastwood and smacked? Yes, yes. Um, I was a girl punched backwards off the train by Clint Eastwood. It was my first movie, and uh, it was it was so exciting. I had already uh, started to um, break as a as a stunt woman, and I had done uh, some movies of the and a lot of TV series. I did the whole uh, Man from Atlantis uh, TV series. And I got a call one day that uh, his stunt double, Buddy Van Horn, asked me uh, if I could jump off a moving train. Yeah. So um, they had said, yes, Marnie Fields can do it. And so I uh, practiced by going to the uh, beach and going on the swings because I was told I'd go into some sand. And I'd go real high on the swings and jump up the swings and roll. And... Um, yeah, that was that launched my career overnight. The gauntlet uh, opposite Clint Eastwood, and that, they put the photo of me, you know, jumping off the train um, in all the newspapers everywhere. And it was um, he was so handsome. That's that's the main thing is that you know you just never saw anyone as handsome as him, and uh, it's kind of hard to concentrate. But it it it's you know it's what I'm most famous for is the gauntlet, and I can tell you a little more about it. Um, yeah. Your body leaves a moving object. You you flail at that speed, and um, then as the gravitational force leaves you, you drop like a sack of potatoes. And they had brought in an old rusty coke can, 
and they had thrown it in the sand to make it look authentic with some tumbleweeds. Well, I was inches. You can see when you look at the clip, inches from my from hitting that coke can, and I would have been cut. I would have, you know, and it's a very dangerous stunt. It was one of the most dangerous stunts a young girl performed that year on film because I went off backwards with a half twist and you have to go the direction the train's going or you can get sucked back under the wheels. So it was, uh, and they've been so good to me there in Mount Paso with photos of it. And, you know, it was my big thing and everyone always refers to it. And I'm thrilled because it was opposite. I'm in the scene with him also. I punch him, I kick him and uh, he was wonderful. Sandra Locke, too. She's great in the movie, and she was there with him. Yes, Sandra Locke. I remember her. Don't you, Paul? Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's a classic movie. So you were actually both an actor, and I know that stunt people, of course, are actors, but you were an actor in the film as well as playing, doing your own stunts? In the gauntlet. In the gauntlet, I was, well, I did have a, a, a small role as one of the biker chicks, but for this scene, I was a, a stunt woman. Um, however, I got in as an actress. Um, I got my SAG card on the spell as, a, as an actress. And then I also did a stunt in the movie that was separate from my acting. And I was one of the first um, stunt actresses that, that really, you know, took off as a stunt actress. And... Um, before Angelina Jolie, but I much little, much smaller roles. <laughs> and um, so then I, in 1979, now that was 1977, in, I had studied acting in college. And in 1979, I met um, uh, actor-director Victor French, who was on Highway to Heaven with um, uh, Michael Landon and um, Little House on the Prairie. And I studied acting with him for three years and got very, very serious. I just wanted to act. I just wanted to be a famous actress. But I kept doing stunts because I kept getting the stunt acting jobs. And uh, so, yeah, I'm all three actress. Now, today, and since 1991, since I couldn't do stunts anymore, I've, I've been only been as an actress and singer. Uh, but before that, stunt, stunt woman, one of the top ones in the 70s and 80s, and a stunt actress. Amazing. And what was it like to be, um, I, I mean, is it good pay? Is, is, a, is being a stunt person good pay? Or is it just like an actress um, or actor? Would you say that? Is it more? Is it less? Could you tell us a little bit yeah. more about? Yeah, that's, that's a really good question. And yes, it's SAG. Everything is SAG. You're a SAG stunt actor stunt woman and um you get the the sag rate but then you get an adjustment for whatever the the stunt was like on man from atlantis i i dove out of a helicopter one day into a swimming pool to save patrick duffy and um i ended up getting like a thousand dollar adjustment for going out of the helicopter so in in an hour i had made you know more than than any of the men that day and uh yeah so you do get the adjustments to with the stunt um with the acting incredible and you know you your name went round all of hollywood as the go to girl the fall girl um, uh, the stunt uh, girl that we could do all of these incredible shows. Like, I just want to mention a few. You were on um, 
many other TV shows like Wonder Woman, Battlestar Galactica, A Nightmare on Elm Street, The Incredible Shrinking Woman, Beyond the Poseidon Adventure. These are blockbuster movies, studio movies. How was it to be uh, known as the stunt woman, the go-to girl? It was fabulous. Uh, it was, um, yeah. I was, I was a champion gymnast, so it was, you know, I was well trained, and um, it, it was, it was just wonderful. And then I had a horrible car accident in the late eighties. And um, I lost all of that. I lost I lost all of it and for 12 years. So I reinvented myself and turned my, my career into my singing and music and script writing, which is finally, it's really taking off today, which is so exciting. But it was, um, it was, uh, the thing about me is that there was a great deal of dexterity because I had this, this Olga Corbett type of gymnastics talent. So when I got called for a stunt, it was either a really high, high dive or high fall, or it was something incredibly dexterous. And I was always either in high heels or um, like I did it, I jumped off the first interstate bank building, which was 75 stories high. And I jumped off in the dark in a pair of fluffy slippers with a little high heel and a sheer negligee. And I didn't have a cable because back then they didn't put you in cables and stuff. And so um, now I didn't go 75 stories. I went about 25 uh, feet. They had this on-call, uh, uh, you know, this this big thing. But it wasn't big enough to put anybody else in there. And they wrapped some boxes because when you hit boxes, this is big. See, I'm, I'm in there before jerk-up cables, airbags. I did one airbag high fall. The rest was, um, you know, power tumbler legs. There was no springboards were just coming on the gymnastics scene when I got in. And so I, I went into these boxes and these little high, those little fluffy slippers. And I walk along the edge and you they show me a, a shot of me, a tiny shot from down on the street below up 75 stories high, no cable. And the boxes didn't collapse like they were supposed to when I hit them. And so I started to bounce off the building at night in the negligee, in the slippers. And so I remembered my trampoline work and I set my butt into the, the boxes and I, I was able to save myself. But um, there was always these complications and always this strange wardrobe on uh, Battlestar Galactica that you mentioned I had to, I double bred summer holding a rifle in one hand and a cumbersome like um, Egyptian suit with the neck and, and all of this. And I've got the, and a camel uh, in the dark. He comes riding in on the camel. He scoops me up on the camel. I got the gun in one hand and I got to clear the huge butt of the camel. And um, I've got to keep the gun in one hand because I'm going to fire it later. And then I've got to uh, hold on for dear life. And as we're coming around the corner, we're going through explosions and night. I'm on the butt of the camel and I'm sliding like this and holding on for dear life. And, um, you know, so there's always you know, this dexterity stuff, which was incredibly challenging, but also really, really stressful. And so the focus had to be just, you know, just um, everything had to be fine-tuned. And that's for all the stunt people out there working, not only those years, but today too. It's You're a champion athlete as a stunt person. 
you really are. And um, it's it's phenomenal. And and then, oh, don't forget this, you're usually in a wig or you're in uh, hip pads or knee pads or little shoulder pads. And, um, you know, you're, you know, so you're performing like you're in a clown suit, kind of. I used to look down at myself and think, God, I'm like, you know, and then they're like, don't get it dirty, don't rip it, you know, the, the wardrobe or like, um, I did a, a high midnight where I play a mother photographing my children at a, at a birthday party. And I got this beautiful camera in my hands and the guys come through the door. I spin around. He blows me away with a shotgun and I've got to flip over the, I got to flip the table and then hit it with my, my arm and throw the birthday cake that's burning onto the floor under the curtains to light the fire. Wow. You know, and it's like, and and then there's, they say, don't let that camera hit the ground. Don't break the camera. Oh my gosh. I know. And I did it. I don't know how God on my side, all of this, you know, like, why didn't I, you look at the gauntlet, you see that Coke can. I'm like, I'm just inches from missing it. And I was blind. I was backwards going anywhere, but looking down, uh, you know, you think it's just sand. You're not going to, who's going to throw old rusty Coke can in your way. And you see my foot just barely misses it. And I didn't know it was there. Not till I, you know. So there was all this stuff that goes on. And they, 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 you think it's nothing, you know. And, but it's really, it, it, you, the littlest thing can hurt you. You can get tripped up on the littlest thing. Absolutely. And what an extraordinary career you've had as a stunt woman. This is just so phenomenal. It's going to be a great movie. Uh, your upcoming movie. I did want to say, though, that I think you had angels protecting you, Marnine, and I'm going to give it over to Paul in a second, but I just want to say you were protected on all of those, so many, so oh many. I, any one of them, I could have had my spinal cord severed, um, just anything could have happened. Now, there is a book, um, it's by uh, Britain Publishing, and I'm 75% I'm uh, finished with it. And it's uh, rolling with the punches with the Hollywood fall girl. And it has all these stories in there. And I'm really, really proud of it. And then my my other book on the screen, Cartwheels and Halos, a true Marnie Lingfield story, that other filmography. And this one is the autobiography and it'll publish in 2023 with Britain Publishing, who has a 2 billion audience. And that's the miraculous God healing powers and everything that happened after I had the car accident and survived. So it's a, it's a wonderful time, but that's not my big news. And Paul needs to say something. Okay. So yes, you mentioned the cartwheels and halos. I want everyone to check it out here. Just look at the screen, but let's take it over to Paul. Paul, over to you. You know, the, the things that you're mentioning, it's, I feel like a lot of times uh, the writers or the producers or, you know, people that don't know about stunt work, think it's so easy because you know you make it look easy because you're so good at what you do that they're like yeah of course she can fall backwards out of out of a train or you know do three different things dressed like a clown you know feels like a clown suit that you're wearing uh and then light the curtains on fire so they'll write that not knowing all the technical stuff that goes into it uh so it's it's uh, for them it's very easy to go that's what we want i mean i've heard stories where uh, things almost go haywire because somebody's jumping off of a building that's not really a professional stunt person, 
but but he's a very rich man and he was you know he wanted to make an entrance and they're like you cannot go down there with these tickets that you're holding but then their pr guy was like yeah you just hold them you know he almost hit himself in the building building and, and killed himself so it's uh it it takes a lot uh kudos to you guys that make us actors look look great so thank you thank you for thank you for doing that and sharing your stories did you ever work on the fall guy because i know that was a show on the, in the 80s episodes of the fall guy with lee majors yeah 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 i grew up with all those shows so everyone you know all the ones that you mentioned uh with patrick duffy all those so that's great and and both of them, Lee Majors and Patrick Duffy, so nice and so handsome. Um, and I got to double Priscilla Presley on, on The Fall Guy, which was my dream come true, you know, just to meet her and talk about Elvis. And um, so, yeah, I did. I, I had a um, couple stunt acting roles on a few episodes of The Fall Guy. And then I... I did um, all the guest stars um, and Michelle Phillips of the Mamas and the Papas. Uh, she asked for me a few times and I did uh, double turn on the fall guy. I got to drive. I did do some driving. I wasn't known as a driver, um, but I did. I did train a little bit and I did do some driving, um, driving on the fall bug guy. And I got to drive his famous truck. And um, but, but I drove his famous truck from the middle of the front seat with my foot over on the gas <laughs> uh, because uh, the, the he had been knocked out. So I'm driving from the middle of the <laughs> the big one. Oh. Wow. Incredible. Wow. You know, these are such wonderful memories, Marnine. And Paul, I wanted to ask you, did, have you ever done your own stunts, Paul? Uh, maybe like a fall because I did a study judo and, you know, in judo, you learn how to fall. I was a wrestler in high school, but more more so uh, my martial arts training uh, for judo, where, where you fall and you slap the mat type of a thing, but nothing big. I mean, even when I was on Bold and the Beautiful and we had this fight scene, they actually brought in stunt people for us. Uh, and that was, that was very interesting. Uh, they were happy to be working, even though it was a soap opera and they never have action. The whole cast and crew, or besides themselves, because usually soap operas are just love stories and just talking, but they were very excited. 20 years later, I think they still talk about it because they were very excited to have all these stunt people. And I had a fight with Ron Moss and our stunt guys took care of it. And then they just came in for us on the close-ups. It was very exciting. That's so cool. So, so uh, professional stunt, uh, people were brought in like Marnine. So Marnine, it's really a, um, a specialized uh, craft within the film industry to be a stunt person. And so I do wanna switch it up a little bit now and talk about your upcoming movie or what you wanna promote. Over to you, Marnine. Oh, yes. Um, well, I'm after 45 years in the industry, I'm working my way up as a stunt girl, um, bit actress, co-star, lead actress, lead vocalist, script writer, composer. I'm making my directorial debut with Who's Gonna Take Care of Me? And um, it's my mom's true story. 
I've screenplayers won nine, um, won or been nominated for nine best screenplay awards. And I've been trying to sell it and I've been so close to selling it for years. And everyone writes back, my God, it's so great, but we can't use it right now. I mean, you get these reviews from these big producers and stuff like Dustin Hoffman's ex-manager at Agape Films. And, you know, everyone is just crazy about it. But I ended up doing a uh, independent film and playing a role. And I watched the director. He's been doing all of his own uh, producing and directing. And I said, you know what? I'm not waiting anymore. I talked to you and, and Jeff at lunch about it. I am not waiting anymore to see my mother's film. I could be dead and it would have never produced. And so I said, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm do And that was after meeting with you guys. I said, you know what? I had figured out. And, and the first few days of casting, over 300 people replied within the uh, almost two weeks. I had to close casting because I had received 500 um, resumes, shots, demo reels. I've cast over a hundred people in the film. We start shooting September 25th. I'm just in Los Angeles. And I know, I know it's like so incredible. And the main thing is, is it's an amazing story. And I've been writing scripts since the eighties and I've wanted to do, um, when I saw Purple Rain, I wanted to, to do a Purple Rain. When I did um, Neil, Diet, Neil Simon plays, I wanted to be Neil Simon. When, now this is my Clint Eastwood moment. After 45 years. Yes. Marnine, you green-lighted yourself. And I love that about you. That's very new Hollywood. Um, and what I mean by that is I want to give credit to Yvette Vargas of New Hollywood. Right, Paul? That's green-lighting ourselves, um, not waiting for next year or any other conditions, but doing it right now. So I'm so proud of you, Marnine. Isn't that right, Paul? A hundred percent. I love that. And that's really exactly what you said. New Hollywood. We're not waiting. We're creating our own content. Uh, so that is wonderful. Do you have distribution for it yet? Or what's that process like? Production. I don't really enter production. I just finished casting for the most part. There's still more and a lot of extras. Um, and I'm going to film in order to budget it with how I'm doing it is I, I launched a fundraiser, but I'm going to film, it, it takes place over nine years with flashbacks of my mom's whole life and stuff. It's just gorgeous. And um, I'm doing two days a month in September, three days, three days in October, one day or two days in November, then Thanksgiving, then a day or two in December, then Christmas, then a day or two in January. And I can do that with this film. It doesn't need continuity like others because it's nine years. But that, talk about, and see, I'm I'm a very educated script writer and script supervisor. I edited a script supervisor textbook in the 80s. And so this is a complicated piece of work. And I've got to, you know, manage what's going on because there's also a special effects and things that are needed. The change, I'm playing my mother and it changes her appearance. Um, she had schizophrenia, homelessness, multiple cancers, including a brain lymphoma. And um, it's just, just, just horrific stuff. And I am 
she was found and brought home to safety and I cared for her for 13 years and she helped write she didn't really write it because she was still very ill but she narrated some things she wanted in the screenplay about family betrayal and things that I wouldn't have put in there that's in there and um so it it with this piece I could do it that way and then supportable for me, in case there is very little funding, but we will work on distribution. I, everyone says you get the distribution before you even start filming, and that's new to me. I didn't realize I was planning afterward. Now, what it, what I wanted and all I cared about was, first of all, putting my mom on top of the world with this amazing, beautiful mother-daughter love story. And, she, and she, um, AJ has heard quite a bit about the script. I talked to her and Jeff, her husband, in, in detail. And um, I want to put my mom on top of the world. And then it will go out to Academy Award qualifying film festivals when it's finished which is, is really just great. And then we're going to work to get it on Netflix. But see, the thing that I'm learning is that you get it on these other channels and then they buy it and they buy it out and you don't have any more rights to it. And I don't know if I want to do that. You know? Yeah. I, yeah. I, Go ahead, love. I might be able to hold on to it, you know? And because and, I wanted to do something to help the mentally ill or homeless and their families with her story and do a something with a charity in her name. And that I was love this. I love this so much. And if this is such an important story, I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh. Uh, I'm so excited, uh, Marnie. After the show, I'm going to connect you with uh, the film festival doctor, Roberta Louisa Smith, and also uh, Jerome Corshawn, he is a distribution expert and he has his own company, his own distribution company. So I'm going to uh, do two introduction emails for you because you're my friend and um, this is the right time because it's your show tonight. And I wanted to give that to you um, after the show. So thank you so much. Over to you, um, Paul or Marnine. Well, I would like to hear from Paul about distribution, what he was what he was going to add to that. No, I, I just I always like to hear the technical side. Like, I, you know, I would even have questions as to the equipment that you're using to shoot it. What are you shooting it on and things like that? But I, I've also and I don't know that much about that world, but I do know, you know, most people <laughs> almost have distribution before they shoot the film. But, you know, things and times are are a changing so you know that's the other thing too you're not motivated by oh i've got to sell it uh, or i lose my home or whatever so that's wonderful that you have control you own the rights you own the the ip and you know there's uh if, as long as it's shot correctly and it passes all the netflix tests because it's my understanding that it has to pass the Netflix camera and sound and all of that. I'm in, and I'm, I'm insisting that it be the finest quality it can be. But I've been trained. See, I come out of the same school as Dustin Hoffman, Paul Newman, Jane C. Um, I mean um, Jane Fonda, Jack Nicholson with Jeff Corey. Because after I worked with Victor French, I then went to Jeff Corey and was with him for many years. And I had the degree, the minor in theater arts from Utah State. So I am very, very well trained as an actress. And I hold my own. And Victor French and the directors I've worked with, these guys are brilliant directors. So I, and, and I have written something that is 
I mean, it's going to blow people's minds. I'm so proud of it. And it's had five rewrites. My mom was found in the, she came home in early 2000. A couple years after that, we wrote this. And since this amount of time, it's had the rewrites and holding and waiting. They'll get back to me, send it to them. And it's just like, I am so sick of the runaround and the waiting and, oh, we love it. It's so great. And you know what? This is why it was meant to be this way. I was meant to play her and I was meant to to do it and I, if I, have, I, I but I kept trying I kept giving it to someone else because right. that's the way I am I kept following the rules get a producer get a star and and then and people told me like one of the guys said list the cast in the order of who's highest rank on the IMDb Donna Heising and myself that have been cast in the film, we're the highest rank of the over 100 people. I've been 15,000 on IMDb. He's at 12,000. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and, and, I, and I was selling myself short yeah. to stand in line or still be second to everyone. And um, no, this is my vision and yes. whatever, you know, I'm just... Marnine, you definitely deserve to be number one. And Paul and I are in agreement with that. So I'm so thrilled. When you get a chance, um, after the emails I send tonight, the introduction, these these both of these people are very um, wonderful and they will respond to you. And Paul knows of them uh, r- right when I mentioned their names. So um, you're you're taking it forward and you just, uh, you just keep going and moving forward, and that's the key. Isn't that right, Paul? That's it. That's 100% it. Now, are you in Las Vegas, Paul? I am. I'm, like, in the Summerlin area, uh, Lake Mead and Buffalo. So, Marnine, if you ever need any casting of, uh, you know, something that Paul would match, please keep Paul in mind because he's a phenomenal actor. He was in The Trust with Nicolas Cage. Uh, in was it 20, 20 uh, 17, was it or 20? Yeah, yeah, it's been a while 2017, 2018, yeah. 2017, I think. Yeah, but that's a phenomenal movie. So I just want to let you know, keep Paul in mind, right, Paul? I just yeah, thank, thank you, agent, casting directors, and myself, and altogether five about five, or I'm either number five or number six. I cast most of it and watched all these 500 reels and stuff and um but i didn't know i didn't know about you and now we're pretty much uh cast but uh, you know i plan now to do what i'm doing right now because it's brought me such uh focus that this is this is exactly why i'm here that um i mean i have the books and i have more music and different things but i'm supposed to do these this with the films and um i'm gonna go just go from one to the next because I've, i've written about seven and I'm just gonna, and we're gonna start with it because I can, I can do it in the way that I'm doing it now. And you know, absolutely, absolutely, Marnie. How can people get a hold of you? Are you on Facebook, Instagram? What's the best way to contact you and support? Okay, just go to IMDb Marnie Fields, and um, you know the spellings on the screen there. So. That's that's the best. Um, I'm kind of got active back to Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. Um, because of the film, I'm trying to you know post on those. I sure like your blonde hair. Oh, thank you. Well, I wanted to match you as my sister, 
I wanted to match you. I know you love, uh, you wear, you have blonde hair all the time. You wear blonde hair. So I wanted to match you and we're sisters, right, Marnine? Yes, we are and good friends. And you're just, just awesome. I'm so proud of your success. And, you know, just, and it was so great to meet you. <laughs> it really was. We had fun and it was a delicious meal. And we have a nice picture to remember that moment, uh, that day together. Um, and it was wonderful. So thank you so much. And Marnine, I'm so proud of you and what you have accomplished. And I want Cartwheels and Halos to uh, be a blockbuster film for you. So let's do everything we can. Everybody out there, support Marnine and uh, follow her on Facebook and um, check out her IMDb and Instagram. And uh, I'm sorry to say, though, I, it always comes in our this time in our show, but we have to start wrapping it up, Paul. So we're going to do final thoughts, but I've enjoyed it so much. It's gone so fast. Um, but Marnine, we love you and you're a wonderful, incredible actress and director and producer. So over to you, Paul, for final thoughts. Amazing. Yeah, I, I love learning about all aspects of the film industry. And this is one of the things that I don't know that much about, but we've had other stunt people uh, in, in uh, on our show. So it's wonderful to get to meet somebody else. And it just reiterates how bringing a production together, it's like a finely tuned wheel where, you know, where, where you, everyone needs to be firing at the same time and working well together. Um, it's not easy to make a movie. And then when you add stunts, it adds a whole other level. So it's wonderful to meet other people that are in the industry and are just as passionate about it. So it's wonderful to meet you. Thank you. Thank you. And and can I mention my fundraiser on GoFundMe? Sure. Take care of me. So go to GoFundMe. Just put who's going to take care of me. And no donation is too small, but we appreciate anything. Wonderful. And um, can you say that one more time, Marnine, so everybody hears? Yeah, it's GoFundMe. And uh, the name of the film, Who's Going to Take Care of Me? And you'll see my photo when you pull it up. And I think donations start at $5. So it, no donation is too small. I love it. That, thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Nice to see you. Nice to see you as well. Um, I, I hope that we get to hang out in Vegas. Oh, I'm so sorry. My my mute was on. I wanted to say, Marnine, do you have any final thoughts? Um, no, I just think that when the time is right, something will unfold and it'll it'll open up in a way that it's it's just real crystal clear. And that this is just like happened. And uh, um, I didn't expect it. And now I'm I'm there and all the people. And um, so very, very interesting. Wonderful. So thank you so much for that, Marnine. Um, and I'm, <laughs> I want to say I'm sorry for having my mute button on. Thanks, Paul, for filling in on those few seconds. <laughs> my final thoughts are thank you so much, Marnine, for coming here. And uh, sharing your beautiful stories and your beautiful life with us and everybody support Marnine. And um, also I wanted to say that um, 
we celebrate you. So if anyone of anyone wants to come on Paul's podcast or my podcast, please follow Paul and support him. And you can also, you're so welcome if you're a film and TV professional like Marnine. And I want to say hi to Georgette. Hello, Georgette. And um, this is for Georgette. I just had to, I can't juggle my scarves, but I wanted to at least put them on and have a little bit of display. So there's my <laughs> there's my entertainment for you okay so until next time thank you so much and until we meet again thank you paul thank you marnine thank you thank you so much take care i'll be in touch Bye. wonderful thank you